Yo, what it do, cunts? It's ten in the fucking morning, and I decided I'd record a podcast. Why? I don't really fucking know. Oh, no, I do know. I'm pretty angry. You know, I, I'm not angry about anything that's recently happened. I was just thinking about it while I was driving to work one day because I have a 40-minute commute. People who fucking flake irritate me more than people who just don't like me. Because they don't admit that they just don't like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have five days that I work my ass off in the week, right? And in those five days, I sometimes make plans with people for the weekend, for the one day I get to have a little bit of fun. You know, maybe it's riding motorcycles, getting drunk. Usually I do those alone because I'm a depressing person. Anyway... If I make plans with you for like a Saturday or a Friday night, those are very important days. I have to wait a long time before getting those days, you know? So do you. So do you. And when I wake up on Saturday morning after refraining from getting drunk on Friday, after having that self-control to not be hungover because I have plans and I'm not a flake, and I get a text that's like, Hey, uh, um, something came up. Uh, mmm, I can't make it anymore. Sorry. The fu- no, you're not. You knew you were going to flake this whole time. Yet you still wasted my precious and valuable time. You know how many other people I could have made plans with? A lot. But now it's too late. Because they all made plans. With the people who aren't going to fucking flake on them. So I'm here. I'm sitting jacking off in my fucking room. Getting drunk by myself, maybe. Getting drunk and riding a dirt bike, which is not advisable. Because I have fuck all to do, thanks to you. And I wasted another week of my shitty life. You know, if you make plans, you are obliged to follow through with them. Unless, like, you get AIDS, or your fucking dad gets hit by a train, and you gotta make it to his funeral. Or, like, you know, like like other life things happen to you, that's fine. I understand, your dad's dead, your, your dad has been splattered. By a freight train. I wouldn't expect you to follow through. But if you're just like. Hmm. I kind of want to get my dick sucked today. By by Marie. And you open that fucking phone. And you scroll over to my contact. And you're like. Hmm. Hey man I can't make it. I'm going to go postal. That makes me want to. It makes me want to murder people dude. See, a couple weekends ago, I made plans with like seven people. Seven or eight people, right? And all seven or eight of them flaked the day of. Do you know how much fucking like coordination and energy went into planning that for it to not happen? A lot. And, and you know what I did instead? 
I got drunk, and then I party. It was it was actually pretty fun. I party hopped for a little while. So that was lit. But you know, usually it's not as fun. Usually I end up fucking around by myself. I get bored too, you know. I know I'm nuts. I know sometimes I get a little a little too crazy. But Jesus fucking Christ, don't make the plans if you can't follow through with them. You cocksucker. Oh yeah, and if you um if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're wondering, man, why doesn't Jake make plans with me anymore? It's probably because you flaked on me once. Because after someone flakes on me like that, I don't bother. I don't bother to answer your texts. I don't bother to say yes to anything. Because I don't trust you anymore. You shit. You fuck. You absolute dick face. Alright, that was a good five minutes. I'm out of I'm out of ideas. Um So you guys seem to like when I tell stories about the shit I've done and or witnessed. Uh usually involving drugs. So I I'm gonna delve into a little bit of my, my college days. So it's no secret. You can tell by looking at me. I've done a drug or two, or three, or four, or five, and uh, yeah, some of them were kind of crazy, uh, especially the coke. I, I uh, I've done. I hope nobody's home in this house to hear this story. Um, I've done a shitload of cocaine, like mmm, tasty, lovely booger sugar cocaine. A lot of people tell me that I'm I'm a bit concerning when I'm on coke, but I I don't give a shit. I'm on cocaine. This one time, <laughs> I uh I called my friend, uh, my little brother in the fraternity, Colby. If you're listening to this, what up, Colby? And I was like, Colby, you want to go hiking with me and my uh, my leads friends, Zach and Shane? Hi guys, if you're listening. And he's like, yeah. Colby says, I'll come down. So he comes down. And uh, I'm like, would you like some mushrooms, Colby? And he said, yes, I would like some mushrooms, Jake. So I gave him some mushrooms. And I myself took some mushrooms. And we're walking what felt like two hours. And I'm like, Colby. I cannot feel the mushrooms we took. Can you feel the mushrooms we took? And he said, no, I cannot feel the mushrooms we took. And I said, let's split this big ass mushroom. And it was, it was fucking huge. Like it was the size of the palm of my hand. And we ate that. We took that whole thing to the face, split it in half. And then um, I have to take this gnarly shit and I start to feel the mushrooms so it's making me anxious. So I'm like, I'm going to go take a shit, guys. And I get on the top of this this plateau. And I let out this disgustingly reesty shit. And then I was like, oh, I don't have anything to wipe my ass with. So I did what I had to do, you know. I won't go into details. But let me tell you, dude. On top of a peak... 
looking over a vast expanse of desert, taking a shit on mushrooms, is un. It, it's it's it doesn't compare to anything. That was one of the best things I've ever done. So anyway, we get back down, and I was like, "Huh, these mushrooms must not be shit, eh, Colby?" And he's like, "Yeah." I don't feel anything either. But then I look at the time, and we'd only been out for like an hour, so we didn't really give it give it enough time. So we start walking back to my house, and all the gang is like meandering. And then, uh, like as soon as I open the fucking door to my house, I start just tripping nuts. And so does Colby. Like we, we both looked at each other, and we were like, oh shit. This was a bad idea. And my mom starts talking to us. And if you've ever done psychedelics while living with your parents, you know how horrible it is to have to talk to your mom on psychedelics. And Colby is just like, oh shit, oh shit. Like I can see him freaking out. And I'm like, Colby, I'm going to go let the rest of this shit out in the bathroom after I had talked to my mom. Please wait in my room, Colby. And I I run into the bathroom and I let the rest of the shit out. And like, (laughs) the walls are like caving in on me. There's fucking like, it's bright. And I'm starting to freak the fuck out. And then I, I, I run into my room and Colby's just sitting in my office chair in the middle. Like, not pulled up to the desk where there's a computer. And he's just in the middle of the room. And my, my cat, rest in peace, Clementine, gone but not forgotten. My cat is on his lap. And he's just like staring at it. And I look at him and I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here, Colby. So, and don't, don't do this. Don't do what I did in this situation. Um, I get in my car and I, (laughs) I start driving over to my friend Zach's house. And we get there and I call him and like, dude, where are you? We're at your house tripping balls. And he's like, I was waiting for you at Shane's house because I said I would give you a ride, you dumbass. And I'd forgotten that he said he'd give us a ride to his house. So I didn't even need to endanger my life because we live in a town where there's like no one else on the roads at any given time. So we were really only a danger to ourselves in that situation or maybe someone's like a light pole or something. But anyway, we wait in the car for Zach and Shane to get there. And I don't know, we're hanging out at Zach's. La dee da dee da. Tripping balls and then Zach's like, Jake, I have this cocaine. Would you like some cocaine? And I said, yes, I would love some cocaine. And me and Zach did so many fucking lines. Just back to back to back, dude. And this is like the third time ever hanging out with Colby. So he's just like, oh my god, dude, this is inadvisable. But he, you know, he, he's, he's still tripping balls. And he's just like, I could tell he's uncomfortable. So I'm all coked up trying to like calm him down but it's not working because I'm on cocaine and if you've ever seen anybody on cocaine you really can't be calmed down by them you only get very uh uncomfortable 
with the intensity. And I'm like, Zach, 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 Zach. Give me some more Coke. And he's like, dude, I don't know if you should, I don't know if you should do that. And Shane was like, dude, put on my Apple Watch, dude, and sit down and take some deep breaths. So I'm sitting there with the Apple Watch. I've never had an Apple Watch, so I didn't know they could do this. And I'm like looking at it, and Shane has it on like the heart rate monitor thing. And it's like, sit down and take some deep breaths, because my resting heart rate was 145 beats per minute. So I was like, oh, man. So I waited like 10 minutes. And then I did more coke. And I don't know how my heart didn't fucking pop. But, you know, we survived. Now, that's not the only time that me and Colby have done mushrooms together. And that's not even the, the, the best story. That's like, that's like the, uh, the appetizer to the to the best mushroom story. Now, let's go back to 2020, right before things went to, down in the shitter. Things were still kind of normal. And I was like, Cameron, hi Cameron. I'm going to buy us like an ounce or two of shrooms and we're all going to split it. So he's like, yeah, dude, sounds good. <clears throat> so I buy a shitload of mushrooms from this dude in St. George at the McDonald's. And um, I'm like, yeah, dude, mushrooms, yeah. And I'm driving back up to Cedar City where all my homies are. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, that's some tasty looking mushrooms, dude. Yeah. And I start just eating mushrooms while I'm driving. Again, don't. Don't do this. And I was like, it's not going to hit me before I get to Cedar. And what do you know? It hit me before I, I got to Cedar. So I was like starting to starting to trip. The road was looking very, very pretty and shimmery. Everything was looking just nice. But I was like, I better get to Cam's house like fast. So I'm like speeding about to trip nuts. Like I'm like, like, you know, when you're climbing up a roller coaster well, like, like the carts are climbing up the first big drop, and it's like click, 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 and you're like, shit, oh my god, that's where I was. I was like 10 feet from the top, and I finally get to Cam's house, and I like run inside, and I was like, dude, I'm tripping balls right now, and Cam was like, how are we going to get to the liquor store? And I was like, oh yeah, well, can you drive? And he's like, yeah, I guess I can drive, because I was originally supposed to drive us to the liquor store. And, um, so, obviously, we both get distracted in, like, five seconds, and I'm like, dude, check out the mushrooms I bought, and he's like, yo, sweet, and I, I said, yeah, man, here's your bag, and I gave him his share of the mushrooms, and he starts eating the mushrooms, and then we're sitting there, and we're like, fuck! The liquor store, dude! So I'm like, I know, dude, we'll just call Colby. Yeah, dude, Colby. Colby's going to save us. Yeah. You know those moments when you're tripping where, like, something small happens and you think, like, your life is saved? So we call Colby. And 
he uh he gets there and I hand him his bag of mushrooms. And he's like, wow, these are some good looking mushrooms. And I was like, yeah, dude, they're really good. I'm tripping nuts. And he just starts like demolishing this bag of mushrooms. Like, nom, 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 nom. And I was like, damn it, Colby, Colby. You were supposed to drive us to the liquor store, dude. And he's like, oh, shit. Well, that's not happening. So we were very sad that we couldn't get to the liquor store, you know? And I just, uh, I'm like petting Cam's corgi. And this is like, you know, when you're tripping balls and you soul bond with an animal? That happened. So I'm pet, his name was Cheddar, by the way. I'm petting Cheddar, and I can see, like, patterns in his fur, and every time I touch him, like, waves go through this dog. And I'm like, Cheddar, Cheddar. He's kind of fat, so I'm just, like, squeezing him, and he's, and he's, and his sausage-ness. I'm like, Cheddar, I love you, bro. I love you so much. I just wish we could get to the liquor store, man. And I'm just talking to this dog. And Cam and Colby are, like, laying on the couch just looking at the ceiling and shit. And I'm, like, looking out the window sometimes because I get little moments of paranoia. And I'm like, nobody's here. Nope, nobody's here. And I go back to Cheddar. And I'm like, yo, dude, I know who can drive us to the liquor store and who also won't eat a shitload of mushrooms when he gets here. My buddy Nick. Hi, Nick. So, um, Nick gets there, and I was like, honestly, I don't think I'm feeling it, but, like, I don't know, Nick, you gotta be the judge. Those lights look different colors to you, <laughs> and there's, like, two lights on the ceiling, like, regular apartment lights, and he just looks at them, and he looks at me, and he goes, No. I was like, oh. Alright, let's go to the liquor store, dude. You're driving. So I go to the liquor store, and I get this thing, this big-ass thing of Jack Daniels for everybody. God, I hate Jack Daniels. This was probably the last time I drank Jack... Drank Jack Daniels. Yeah, no, I said that right. Drank Jack Daniels. Jesus, why was that so hard? Anyway, this is probably the last time I drank that shit. But I don't know what it is with me and crossing substances like the cocaine with the mushrooms eliminated the mushroom high. And the alcohol, boom, mushroom high gone. Everyone else is still tripping balls. And like, I just remember looking around and it felt like I just woke up. And I was like, oh, I'm not tripping anymore. So I hurry and get all drunk. And it was just, it was a really good day, you know, overall. Man, I love mushrooms. So, like, yeah, that was our liquor store adventure. <laughs> but when I introduced that same dude, Cam, to acid, that shit was hilarious. So, um, he had this roommate who was also one of our fraternity brothers. Walker. Hi, Walker. I love Walker so much, dude. 
I wish he still I wish he was still with us. He's not dead, he just moved. Um and I and I gave them a tab of uh well, I think it was ALD fifty two orange orange sunshine. And they were they start like tripping balls, right? In their apartment. And they're fucking around and they're like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I'm like, guys, you look like you're on acid and you sound like you're on acid. I think you're feeling something. And they're like, nope. And they're all hyper because it's acid. So I'm like, let's go to the frat house. And I put their asses in my car and we drive up to the frat house. And I start getting all drunk. And Cam is starting to get like, it's funny, dude. When he does psychedelics, he gets a little bitchy. So he's starting to get bitchy. And he's like, I need to be left alone. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll check on you. And he's like sitting on the couch, like angrily tweeting. Like I can see his, <laughs> I can see all his tweets as they come up. Cause like, I don't use Twitter. So it notifies me when everyone posts shit and he's posting shit. Like, I don't know why, but I'm so irritable RN and shit like that. And Walker's over here just like walking like a... (laughs) Walker's walking. Hey. Anyway, he's walking around like a menace. And he's like moving shit around. And he's like, this needs to be on top of this. This needs to be on top of this. This needs to be over here. He's like rearranging this like shit that we had for the food bank on on the kitchen table. And he's like piling it and organizing it. And he's like, this is too heavy to be on top of this. But I can't go on these because it'll pop them. Like we had Capri Suns or whatever. And some other heavy shit. I can't really remember because it was like two years ago. But the best moment from that entire day was when he walks around the corner and Cheddar was just like chilling, walking around the hallway doing Cheddar stuff. And then they make eye contact. And Walker just like opens his arms like he's about to give someone a giant hug. And Cheddar just runs over to him and he just starts like loving the dog. And I was like, that is, that's beautiful. That is beautiful right there. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of days in my life were uh, enhanced by doing drugs. And I think, I think we can all learn from, from these stories that we should all do drugs at least once or twice because they're really fun. And they, they, they make memories, you know? It's like going to Disneyland. Except for adults. Do drugs, kids. Do drugs. Alright, I'm too tired to think of anything else to say. So I'm going to leave it at that. Nice little short episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Because I really enjoyed recording it. Uh, don't flake out on plans. Don't be a cunt. Follow through with shit. It's not that hard. And I will see you all on the next episode. Good night.